Garfield Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Chani. Yeah, I am professional, yeah. especially when I drink. Uh, faders, uh, I'm very, very sorry, but uh, tonight uh, we're not here with Jeremy or Tom. It's just me, myself, all by myself. In the karaoke room. <laughs> it is a karaoke room. Yeah, you got to do a little karaoke in this place. And I'm here with two very, very special guests, uh, two people that I've been trying to get on their podcast for a very, very long time, and here they are. Like it's been years. I've got, I've got Kaylin, and I've got Robin from the Tokyo Love Hotel organization. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, we're in a karaoke booth, and we are not singing yet. Well, once we get faded, who knows? Crazy things happen in karaoke booths. And uh, first crazy thing, kampai. Cheers. Welcome Cheers. to Got Faded Japan. Cheers and happy new year. Happy New Year. You guys are officially faders. Um, I have to say, I've heard about your events maybe about a, maybe six months ago from Pretty Lich, who's been oh, on the cool. show. And um, yeah, he was talking about Tokyo Love Hotels. He's like, oh my God, I was at Tokyo Love Hotels and it was so incredible. And I thought he was talking about a love hotel. And I was like, man, you get freaky. You were dancing and you took out, oh wow, you know, and he's like talking about it and really giving a lot of hype. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Where is this hotel? And he's like, no, man, it's not a hotel. You don't know about Tokyo Love Hotels? I'm like, I've been to a lot of them, of course. He's like, no, it's an organization. It's an event. You got to go to it. It's probably one of the best events happening in Tokyo right now. That and that's right. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And so I did a little bit of research and I found your events and I went into Instagram. You guys have a very impressive Instagram page. And um, yeah, your events look absolutely spectacular. A lot of cool people are hanging out. Lots of great music, a lot, lots of incredible art. And that's kind of like my thing. And I saw a lot of the artists, I looked them up and you guys have some great A top show artists up there. And I'm really impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, and that's a podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you guys, I told you it was short and sweet and to the point. <laughs> uh, mm. um, so what I'm going to do now is ask you guys some basic questions about Tokyo Love Hotels. We're going to introduce your organization to the world, to all five people listening. Hi, Mom. And... Um, <laughs> She doesn't listen. <laughs> she doesn't know I do this shit. If she did, I'd be so disowned. Especially all the religious stuff I talk about. Oh, God. Yeah, it'd be oh terrible. Yeah. Intriguing. Oh, boy. Yeah, she's like, oh, my son, he's a drunk. I'm like, Mom, it's not drunk. It's faded. Right. <laughs> it sounds better. <laughs> it's not alcoholism. <laughs> wait, wait. 10 years. How many episodes have you made in total? Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, this is episode number 676. Oh, my God. That's so cool. 
That's a lot of weeks. This is a weekly podcast. That yes. That's so cool. That's amazing. And the only times we missed a week is like when I left the country and my co-hosts were too drunk to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, you got to be really drunk when you can't podcast in a podcast about booze. That's <laughs> real right. Yeah. 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 We've, we've had a lot of great guests on the show. You guys, are you guys Canadian or American or? Mm-mm. Nope. French, Spanish, no, German, Italian, Russian, uh, Ecuadorian, Swedish. Swedish. Swedish, yeah. Ah, I spent some time in Stockholm. Yeah. Nice. For what? Oh, I can't talk about that. No, no, no. I When I was in high school, I stayed in Finland for about a month and a half, and I went to Stockholm for a couple of days. And uh, yeah, they called me Yankee Boy, and they told me all the bad things to say. Yeah. Yeah, in Swedish. Oh, yeah, in yeah. Swedish. Yeah, I just remember the worst phrase. Yeah. What was it? I can't say it right now. It's, it's not like a, we understand. Oh, I do. Wait, you're Swedish too? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, then I can say it. No problem. I understand me. So okay. Just say it. So, no, no, no. So there I am. I'm at this uh, bar, and I'm with like all like, my Finnish friends and my Swedish friends, and they're like, uh, Johnny, we're going to... That's a bad Swedish accent. Okay, they're like, Johnny, we're going to teach you some Swedish. I'm like, okay. They're like, okay, this is how you get a beer at the bar. Go up to the bartender and say, Schlickamina Fida. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I went to the bar shop and I'm like, Schlickamina Fida. They're like, okay, Yankee boy, here's it. Yeah, so. And he gave you a drink? Yeah, well, I mean, I was like 16 years old. You know, I'd say anything for a drink back then, you know? Right. <laughs> so, right. yeah, it means something really bad that we're not going to talk about at all. All right. Yeah, we're not even going to write it in Braille. Yeah, not, no, no, it's super bad. But anyway, that's the only thing I learned because I said it all throughout the night before they told me what it meant. And then I was like, what? Okay. Oh man, I'm just an innocent young man from young boy from Michigan, and you're making me say these things. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, right. I didn't tell him it was Detroit. I just said Michigan, but yeah. If <laughs> I said Detroit, boy, they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna teach you some really bad stuff to say." <laughs> oh man. So okay, you're from Sweden, and where are you from? I'm British, half British and Japanese. Half British, half Japanese. Okay, I'm a, I'm a lot of half bad stuff, so don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mostly American. <laughs> Shh, they don't know. So, okay, Tokyo Love Hotels. Tell me, what is the concept? Simply put, um, it's an event that focuses on providing a platform for artists to experiment, have their first live performance, their first DJ set, um, sell, network, make connections, um, essentially do anything related to the art that they're working with at a place that is free to exhibit at mm-hmm. and where we don't take commission. So wow. there's basically no losses. Like, if you want to play your first DJ set, for example, mm-hmm. no clubs are obviously going to book you because it's your first. You don't have the, the CV yet, right? Mm-hmm. So come to us, play your first set. If you fuck up, that's fine. That's on you. You do your thing. Um, have a great time at Love Hose and then run out into the world and see where you can take your stuff. Well, wow, that's fantastic. That is really, really cool. There's a lot of people that are trying to get their foot in the door in Tokyo, and it is really, really hard to get your foot in the door in Tokyo. I was a DJ for 10 years, like back in the day, and just getting gigs at first was kind of difficult. So my friends and I organized our own events, and then we kind of like took off from there. But yeah, that, that's really cool that you offered that platform. That's awesome. And so like photography, painting, sculpture, T-shirt design, like anything across the board is cool. Haircuts, tattoos, tattoos, nails, tarot card readings. That's awesome. Anything, anything, anything entrepreneurial that you would like to work with. Wow. Um, that, that comes from you is what we welcome there. So it could, it could literally be anything. That's cool. And you guys have done the tattoos there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both. Uh, wow. Both real tattoos. Henna, Jaguar. 
Even those, what are they called? The little stick-on, like, water, the temporary tattoos, too. See, I'd be cool with those. Like, I've got a lot of tattoos, and, like, I know when I drink, I come up with some really wild ideas. So, I mean, I'd go up there, and I'd be like, I want E.T. on my stomach. That looks like my stomach. That's why it's there. Yeah, that's why it's there. That's that's how I got my E.T. tattoo, actually. (laughs) Oh, man. So, where is uh, Tokyo Love Hotels? It's at, <laughs> it's it's at, at Sankey's a, Penthouse. Where? Sankey's Penthouse. Sankey's Penthouse. At Meiji Jingo Mai, which is basically Harajuku. Cool place. Central Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's like the 10th floor and 11th floor, the penthouse view. Mm-hmm. Cityscape. Very nice venue. Very cool. Very gorgeous. Cool. Kind of hotel-esque in yeah, its vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Originally, Sankey's was a, or still is, I think, a legendary club in London. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, also have one, I think, is it Ibiza? Ma, around the world. And they also had one club in Tokyo before, closed down, mm-hmm. but opened up the penthouse instead as more of kind of like a lounge. Yeah. Wow, very cool. Where we have been residing for the past four years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years. Wow, awesome. So you guys have been doing this for four years. Yeah. Wow. So how did it get started? So. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to take a drink. I'm not even supposed to drink tonight. So me and Robin both an artist, are artists, are mm-hmm. artists, I paint, mm-hmm. and he makes music, mm-hmm. and 2019 or end of 2018 when we started, I wanted to sell t-shirts that I painted on, you know, so I wanted to do an event and I wanted to do it with him where he could sing and I sell my tees and we make it a very intimate, small um, event. And that was, the first event was located in the Shibuya Love Hotel District. Oh, so, I know. Yeah, so that's why kind of the name came into play as well, because we were trying to think of how to make our event different. So we were like, okay, it's in the Love Hotel, Love Hotel District. Is that cool? Is it a charm? Or is it like we shouldn't use it because it's you know it's love hotels but we mm. kind of thought it's cute it has the word love in it and it's it's very tokyo it's like pop culture tokyo you know and mm-hmm. it's catchy so mm. we th- thought it's cute so we ran with it so the first event was called tokyo love hotels volume one basically i sold teas and he sang like 40 mi- people min- max capacity venue those and are great it was, fun. It was like yeah. super chill comfortable people came yeah we just had fun and we never thought it would grow into anything more than that. And then... <laughs> Boy, were you wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And then, like, months later, it so happened we found another venue that was willing to lend us the space for mm-hmm. free. Little bigger. Say 70 people capacity. And then, again, I sold t-shirts. Robin performed. Mm. Since it was bigger, we had a few more pop-ups and exhibits. And that was it, just simply. And of course, none of them had to pay for the space. Whatever they sold, they kept. And that was the whole point. Mm. And we did that event, still not thinking anything more. Yeah. 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 And it was a fun night. That was it. A few months later, Sankey's penthouse opened up. I went to just go there to see my friend that was bartending mm-hmm. just open and I was like well this is nice and I told Sankey's that I throw events <laughs> and that I want to throw events there and they probably thought that I was some big event promoter and they were like oh, oh please 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 we just open we want events like we need to we need publicity and I was mm-hmm. like okay shit and 
I told Robin and then we got kind of scared because it was such a nice venue and we just did too little Yeah, it was a major ass jump. Events. Really? Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. just probably expected way so so much from us, asking us how many people you think we think we could bring and we're mm. like, oh shit, we just did like 40 people, you know? And then, so we actually turned Sankey's down. We were like, it's probably not for us and we actually turned them down. Oh, yeah. but that makes them want you yeah, even more. Apparently. Good enough, huh? So, so, so. <laughs> These then, two hot shots come to us. Crazy, right? And then they were like, "Oh no, we'll give you a trial. We'll give you uh-huh. a chance." And we're like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. So we did it. We way bigger space, way nicer, obviously. So we put in some for real DJs, mm. way more exhibits, way mm. more pop-ups. Added live painting. It was still intimate, but it was way bigger scale than what we'd done in the past twice. And when we did that. Like hundred plus people came. I was in awe. I cried. <laughs> Robin was like, <laughs> "We did it! I can't believe we did it!" <laughs> we were so happy, and Sankey's was so happy. And ever since that, that was our third Loveful event. And ever since that, Sankey's and we have been growing together mm-hmm. publicly, like mutually benefiting each other. Mm. And yeah, four years have passed. Yeah. And it's been ups and downs. It's yeah. been great. Wow. They understand us. We understand them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's important. That's very important. <laughs> that is fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you go to your Instagram, oh, can you plug your Instagram right now? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? It, at oh, Love at, Hotel. At, at Tokyo Love Hotels. Okay, that's at it right Tokyo there. Hotels, yeah. Okay, so that's the Instagram. So, yeah, if you go to the Instagram, you can see, like, I mean, you guys have, like, a lot of people that show up, and everybody's having such a great time. I mean, the vibe is really cool, you know? I mean, it's like one of those parties that you really want to go to, and it's like one of those parties that you regret that you didn't go to. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really cool. I, I really, really think your parties are really amazing, and I can't wait to go. Um, I think on the 28th of this month, yeah? 20... No. No. Was it February 25th? February 20th. Oh, you're going to make me wait. But actually, that's good because now, because there's a lot of people listening that are going to come to Japan and now they know where to go. Please come. Yeah, definitely. Okay, awesome. Well, that answered like a lot of my questions. Mm. Um, How, like, did you guys ever like organize events anywhere else? Like, not, I mean, not like a, like in the Love Hotel District, I mean, like in like your hometown or something mm-hmm. like that. Or did you just jump into it, you know, with Tokyo Love Hotels? I, for me, at least, I started throwing events back in 2009 in Nishiazabu. Oh, Nishiazabu? Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Back in the day. Uh, trying to kind of gather the international community, creating like a little club vibe for them, mm-hmm, including mm-hmm. myself. Just essentially just a reason to party and have a cool theme every time. Yeah. Uh, but I ran that for a year or so. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really fun. And then it was a huge ass hiatus doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then getting back into events with a couple of other uh, things, such as La Fondue, uh, which was a platform promoting local artists. But only music, solely music to mm-hmm. start off with. Yeah, and you sing. What kind of music do you sing? Um, I do... So I sing contemporary vocals, but cool. then I'm also in a rock band and in a, I would say, like a Japanese fusion pop band. Really? Wow, I should book you. Oh, please do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should book you, too. Yeah. Too. Wow. We're all booking each other tonight. This is great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that sounds kind of bad. Okay, I take this. I'll edit that out. Probably not. No, that's that's where the comedy comes from. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. No, but mostly, yeah, so 
there was experience in events, but there was also always some other kind of backing. There was also always as with a client or a kind of a company on the side. Yeah, sponsors. There was a team of people that knew mm. what they were kind of doing. So, mm. um, as you say in Swedish, I slid in on a shrimp sandwich. <laughs> That's dirty too. Slide. <laughs> yeah. Which means that you're kind of you have everything laid out for you. So it was easy for me to kind of snap up. Really. Cool. Uh, whereas with Love Hotels, it was a huge, it was a whole new thing. It was mm-hmm. a whole new concept. It was a the whole new world. And mm-hmm. it was just us two standing against this this massive thing called Sankey's Penthouse that was mm-hmm. so fancy. Mm-hmm. Still is fancy, but was so fancy, which made it look like a really big hurdle for us to kind of mm-hmm. go through it. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that exciting? Yeah, you know? of course, of course, of yeah. course. And mm-hmm. it's part of the challenge. And now we're, yeah. we're on to like event number volume 40 or 41, I think. 41. Oh my God. And you guys do these every month, right? They're monthly events. Yeah. Isn't it tough to do monthly events? Like I've been organizing events since I was in college, right? I used to organize uh, raves and nightclub events in, uh, when I was in university. It's actually how I paid for half my college, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Especially the raves. Raves are where the money's at. I mean, thank you, Oakland, for being so cheap back in the day. But, um, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Oakland. Oakland, you did us well. Yes. <laughs> Look up Mosaic Raves. Maybe there's something online. But, or Melting Pot in San Francisco. You probably won't get raves. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, so I've been organizing parties for like the longest time, and it is really, really tough to do it monthly. I mean, a monthly is like yeah. the hardest because it's just like, as soon as, like, you know, or if you have your event on, on Saturday, Sunday, you wake up, recover your hand from your hangover, and then you're like, okay, we need we need to book DJs and yes. artists. Okay, all right, let's get on the phone. First, let's Never thank everybody ends. for coming. Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. We were just <clears throat> talking about that. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah, I mean, do you guys, like, I mean, do you find it kind of difficult to get new talent at this point? Or is there there's so many new people coming to Japan right now where it's just, like, it's easy? You know, because for me, uh, I'm organizing like uh, art exhibitions right now, and um, yeah, it's it's sometimes well, it really depends. Like some for some months, or not months, but some events, it's really easy yeah. because like you all of a sudden you just get like this influx of people who want to showcase their work, and then other times, you know, it's really tough because I mean, either a lot of people leave Japan mm-hmm. or it's just like you know yeah. nobody wants to showcase, nobody has anything new to show or something. So what is right. yeah. It definitely depends on the season, for sure. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. also, given that we've been running this for so many volumes for so many years now, yeah. we already have a directory of artists, and it, it spans over. I think in total, with the, the amount that we have that we haven't used yet, that we also have had, probably amounts to around like four or five hundred people. And the thing is, even if we end up using new artists, there's also one of the artists who had from back in the day that have new work out or would like to try something else or would mm-hmm. want to kind of maybe switch from exhibits to light painting mm-hmm. or try out DJing. So there's there's always content, but mm-hmm. for sure, also because we're quite theme oriented, every event is we have a strict theme and try to abide by that and make really? sure the artists also kind of that it matches the vibe yeah we want mm-hmm. it to look like a puzzle and all the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. are not coming mm-hmm. together that's so awesome for that very reason it's sometimes quite tricky to find um, available artists or artists that even or new artists new talent that would mm-hmm. match what mm-hmm. we're trying to look for at that month that's yes. true yes. would that be like the biggest challenge <laughs> Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on! 
Hey yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. 
If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. <laughs> Alright, then what's the biggest challenge? That's my biggest challenge. Biggest challenge? Finding <laughs> This microphone's right. If you whisper, it's gonna pick it up. Yeah, it's picking it up. Trust no, me, you gotta be careful what you say in this it's, podcast. It's, 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 it's expansion, actually. It's, it's mm-hmm. expansion. I mean, th- there's, well been, said. there's been a lot of talk because what we have with Sankit is amazing, but at mm-hmm. one point in time, we will have to expand. We'll have to find a bigger venue. But there are no other bigger venues that are as gorgeous or up to par and have the same amount of equipment that Sankey's does. Yeah. And we're so happy with the team that we're working with there anyway. So yeah. it's, it's this constant, like, you know, also when COVID happens, like, will we survive? Will the entertainment industry survive? Uh, yeah. It's safer to stay put. And that when, with, you know, as the years pass by, now we've kind of created and we've identified ourselves with Sankey's in such a way that it's also difficult to leave because it's, we're kind of one, right? Yeah. So yeah. expansion is one for sure. And it's also, I think, a, a part of that is uh, the relevance. Mm-hmm. Staying relevant and staying staying cool mm-hmm. is a really is probably the biggest challenge because it started out as a small underground event mm-hmm. for local artists to come to, like a speakeasy kind of thing. You know? Cool, yeah. And it's, cool and it's yeah and it and it's grown into something more public something more official something more um what is it like marketable i guess mm-hmm. um and to be able to still stick to that original kind of vibe of promoting local artists and having a, a like underground cool community come but at the same time expand and build such a big community that everyone's welcome that's a tricky balance to kind of find mm. But we're doing what we can. We're doing our best. Uh, we make sure to give everyone the same amount of attention and, yeah. and and promotion and focus, and we stay true to who we are. And through that, I think, I think I can speak for the both of us and say that, like through that, we've we've kind of persevered. Wow, fantastic! Wow, that's great to hear. Oh man, so. What if you do something like maybe like every six months you rent like a warehouse or something? Like in Shinagawa, they have those warehouses that you can rent where sometimes they have like kind of like legal raves or something mm, like that. I mean, mm. I, I painted up one of those before. And, mm. you know, it's kind of a hike to get to one of those places. But it's actually, that's what kind of makes it cool because yeah. it's kind of hard to find, you know? Yeah. We definitely consider doing like a once in a year festival kind of situation or Ooh. maybe a few more times a year. But yeah, we're definitely thinking about how to expand in different ways. Yeah. And also just running this monthly, we're so busy already. Oh, I can imagine. Every event ready. 
and growing the community and keeping ourselves kind of in the moment like that is taking up enough time that it's also like trying to make it expand outside of those borders we, we we're still like after four years i still feel like we're still learning about the exact same event that we've been running for four years mm-hmm. when it comes to logistics and the design and how to find people and how to communicate promotion yeah just how the event runs itself and there's still a lot of details that we learn things every month right we learn mm-hmm. as we go mm-hmm. and although running it for four years we're still learning every yeah. time that i feel like this is kind of amassing up to something that would essentially lead to us feeling ready to actually throw a major ass one mm-hmm. but it takes time it really does and we want to be prepared yeah have you ever thought about hiring staff like assistants yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, you are? Or, <laughs> now, or let's now call them we're interns. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to pay interns, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> exactly. We are, but it's also tricky at the same time because we have a very um, unique way of communicating with each other. Yeah. There's chirp, also chirp, chirp, chirp. chirp. Like, wait, wait a second. Yeah, no, you no, can't. No, you can't throw that out there. Is it like sign language? I know how to say bad words in sign language too. No, there are so. no bad words. Really, it's just sounds. <laughs> really, nice to communicate, and also like this, getting the sense of humor, but also understanding the the yeah. artist's perspective, but mm-hmm. also the business side of things. There's a, and also having mm. experience with, with Japan and the Japanese community as well. There's a lot of things mm. that need to kind of click. You need a lot of boxes to tick for, for it to, to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a lot of the things that we do is things that not just one person can do. It's sh- like shoving things back and forth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in order to make one product come, come to life, right? So to put someone in there in the midst of it all, it's tricky to find the balance, but we are looking for someone. And mm-hmm. we're trying to come up with a logical way to... Mm-hmm to have certain things work smoother. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. Do you find it easy to work with one person in a team? It's more intimate? Or do you, like when you're in your past, you worked like with big groups of people, which is easier for you? Small team. Small team. Small team. Why? Two. Just because it's intimate and, you know, you don't have to worry about all the other like opinions. <laughs> no, but it's... Uh, Every choice is a flip di- of the coin. You win. I think I, th- I think putting it putting it like this. It's different oh. when there's hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. It's different when you know who is the team manager, who is the planner, who does the PR when everyone yeah. has their spot. Mm-hmm. However, me and Colleen, one, we're so extremely similar when it comes to personality and way of thinking and mm-hmm. star sign, moon sign, rising, oh, all, all that. All the chirps. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! All the chirps are aligned, and, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and for that very same reason, it just works so smoothly to. Because like, everything is this balanced. is a miracle. Me and him is a miracle. Yeah. Just finding somebody to work with to expand whatever your passion is mm-hmm. is near impossible. I think to find somebody. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's I work alone. So hard. Yeah, I've worked alone for the longest time until we realize how much we click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How yeah. did you meet then? American Apparel. <laughs> American, where, where you're like shopping, you both grab no, for like the no, same pair of socks working, at the same time. Like we're working. <laughs> you cold. like retro pink too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. But no, we I'm were both working guy. back stock. Back in the day. Oh, so you guys work together? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That was super fun. Is there, is there American Apparel still? There used to be here. Yeah, it's not anymore, right? No. Down, yeah, yeah, the last one I think was in uh, Dakanyama. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Shibuya was probably the last one. Probably standing. Shibuya. Yeah. <laughs> Shibuya, you smoking that's where gun. We were. we were. Yeah, working there together like 
15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <clears throat> I think I think just another thing, the reason why it, it is easier as a small group is because not only because we are so similar, but also to go back to like the hierarchy thing, we're equal and we're fine with feeling equal. Mm-hmm. And there's no like we, we can bounce off ideas with each other mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on most days without feeling like there, there needs to be any sort of like yeah, the higher power come in to kind of settle anything because we think so alike. Mm-hmm. So adding that to a bigger group at the end of the day, it's going to be that group and us <laughs> stick together as some conjoined twins. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so we might as well just do it ourselves. Yeah. That's the way to do it. You know, smaller is actually better, you know? Wow. That's interesting. Well, you an- you guys answered all my questions. Show's over. All right, let's drink. <laughs> oh, okay. So, my next question, and one of the last ones, um, if somebody wants to organize events in Tokyo, like what would you recommend for them? Some kind of tips or something? I recommend don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, leave it for us. We, are, yeah. we don't need any more competition. <laughs> oh God, I agree. <laughs> Man. To start up events, not exhibit or get the art out there per se, but to actually- Oh, let's do both. Yeah, that's a good question. Get a free venue. Don't do it unless the venue is free. Mm. Okay, that's actually great. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you probably won't even do it. I think, but it's unless the venue is free. But it's yeah. hard to find. It's almost literally impossible to find a free event or a free venue. Yeah, but if you're able to start there, mm-hmm. to start there, venues mm-hmm. often charge also for the same reason because they feel like they have that value and because mm-hmm. they can provide a certain kind of thing right but if you're starting up as an event Mm -hmm. finding a free venue where you feel like you won't make any fat ass losses because even if you fuck up the first couple of times there's a big chance you might actually success by the third or the fourth right takes time but if you're gonna have to pay a venue fee or if you have to pay I don't know whatever rental fees that you would have to pay kickbacks and everything on the first couple events and if they end up yeah, if they end up failing, that might probably kill your motivation as well in the end. So Oh, and your wallet, yeah, yeah, for sure. When there honestly could have been a chance for you by the fourth time. True that, true that. Okay, what about artists? Artists, um, like for the same reason we created Love Hotels is mm-hmm. because it is expensive here. It is mm-hmm. tricky. Like the live houses in Japan, as a musician, the live houses in Japan, there's a crazy kickback system where it's like you may start getting 30% back per ticket after the... 20th guests that come 20th well you're definitely you know, not dealing like, with dj clubs usually it's 50 <laughs> and, then, and then you have to pay for rental fees and mm-hmm. sometimes they have like a pa fee and it just ends up wow it's kind of like you just hiring a rental studio mm-hmm. to back practice. when we started love hotels no events was allowing artists to exhibit their work or do pop-ups or perform for free mm-hmm. maybe perform more likely but still it's way it was like unheard of everyone's trying to make money so it's like of course you're gonna have to pay to do your pop-up with our at our event Mm. so that was always the case and it's like but what the fuck like we don't have money we're artists struggling artists Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. tough so that was the purpose of doing love tokyo love hotels and that's kind of become the norm now Mm. many events have pop-ups for free many exhibits for free and like you have to have a pop-up at an event these days now kind of yeah, thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, off topic maybe. so yeah, yeah. no for sure so <laughs> so in comparison to before coming to tokyo uh, or japan now as an artist that would like to exhibit there are 
many many options out there yeah. mm-hmm. um, there's many events that are there to promote the community to help you get your art out there right so mm-hmm. probably as an artist what you the first thing you should do is not look up a gallery and pay a billions of bucks and where they take 50% commission off of all your galleries sales. are real. but you should you should start with trying out at the events for example Tokyo Love Hotels where you come do your thing check out the crowd make do some networking make friends make so friends. that they'll come to your exhibit when you have your solo mm-hmm. in Tokyo whatever and if you're lucky you'll find <coughs> some gallery owner or someone yeah. that knows someone that might be able to link you up later on as well that's true it's definitely just great advice <coughs> okay email us uh, so what's your Instagram again? <laughs> At Tokyo Love Hotels. Can't go wrong. And I'll have all that information in the show notes. So just scroll down and you'll find it. Um, okay. So as I said, I've uh, organized events for many, many, many years uh, in Detroit, San Francisco, Tokyo, even Yokohama. And I've had good times and bad times. And I've got every single war story you can think of. Because when you organize an event... You got you got to deal with Murphy's law, and Murphy is a fecal bitch. Because if something can go wrong, it it's fecal or fecal. And it does. Oh, probably both. Murphy oh, sucks. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, if it can go wrong, it's definitely gonna go wrong. I mean, even at my last exhibition, a lot of things went wrong. You know, and you know, you just learn from it. And you kind of go with it and stuff. You know, and um, being an organizer, you just basically got to be really, really, really laid back when bad things happen. And also, you got to think really, really, really quickly. If something goes wrong, you're like, okay, find a solution. Okay, how about this? Okay, let's do that, you know? So, I've got my war stories. Most of you faders out there have heard me bitch and complain many times about them. But I want to hear one of yours. Fire alarm. Fire alarm. <laughs> Fire alarm. All right. I so know what happened. <laughs> oh, right? my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, shall I just run it? Yes, um, run it. So it, it was actually one of the events that I think we were looking forward to the most as well. Like, Love House is really picking up. The community was getting it. Like, there were lines outside down the road. Just nice. Like, people nice. couldn't get in for like an hour. It was really, really cool. And at that exact same timing, we had um, some little, little dude. Um, that allegedly was too drunk. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> looking, looking at Whoa, the camera. Wait a line. second. <laughs> looking at the camera. It wasn't me, I swear to God. <laughs> you don't even know what you did at this point. Right. <laughs> I do like to drink. <laughs> so the fire alarm went off. Uh huh. And according to the building that Sankey's is located at, all floors need to evacuate. And it's like 11th floors of stores and at restaurants. At like 9.30 prime time. At 9.30 oh prime God. time, we like when it's max lituation. Yeah. So we had to evacuate everything. And although it was a false alarm, you still have to. And the uh, the fire got one. Shobo, shoboshi. Fire, 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 fire truck. Fire trucks. <laughs> fire truck. Yeah. yeah. They have to come. They need to check out. You know, they need to do all the security checkups. And, da, 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 and oh in order for that God. to happen, you need to evacuate everyone. So at that time, we were like, shh. What do we do? There's thousands of people in the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we were like, are we allowed? So the first thought was, okay, let's get everyone out there as soon as possible. Mm -hmm, Let's mm -hmm. have our friends help us with the elevator and just just guide. Like, it was like a Titanic moment. Like, just guide everyone. People, like, jumping out the windows. And then just have those checkup. (laughs) Yeah, that vibe, you know. No, no one did. No one did. But it was that kind of of vibe in our minds. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Because we prepared so long for this. So just having people, like, going down with the elevators... 
us thinking that we can go through with a security uh, checkup and then open back up, but we weren't allowed to do that either. Like, once it happened, it happened. It is shut down. So, but what's crazy though, because uh-huh. at that point we were like, okay, we really fucked up this whole night, right? Oh, no. And you couldn't be pissed off with the guy either because it turned out that on the security cameras he was just leaning wrong and his elbow managed to kind of like, wait, for wait, some wait, magical wait, 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 reason. Wait. Was he at your event? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of a Saito. It was a drunken mishap. Fucking Saito. Yeah, we. Saito. It wasn't. <laughs> Saito. Saito's. He, he works for us. He's always fucking up. Saito san? Saito. You know Saito san? don't know Saito. You don't know Saito san? Oh, he's a son of a gun, Saito san. watching you. But according to, to what we know, the information that we have, it was just a mishap. Mm-hmm. But. When when life gives you lemons, mm-hmm. uh, life also made lemonade. Not not that we made lemonade, but it really it really did. Um, people, it ended up being more like Love Hotels was so lit that night that it was put on fire, kind of thing. We were people the party were that got shut down that night, and we we all you know the party ended early, so we all went out that night to other places. And when we went to the other parties, you, they were like, Oh, you just came from Love Hotels. Like, I heard that shit got shut down. And we were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> sure. So in a way, we were the mm. talk of the town. Right? Yeah, we were. And like on, on socials as well. Like even like the stories, everyone's like, oh, it's fucking lit, fire. And Come people on. taking uh, music videos by the fire trucks with yeah. all the fire, you know. Really? Oh my God. Music videos. Yeah. And the word fire, like not the literal meaning of fire, but the word fire really, really got a... <laughs> Hashtag fire hotel. So the next event that we did, we always have our themes and we always have like a hashtag, Mm -hmm, whatever. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, The one that got shut down, we had called it Save the Earth. So it was supposed to be like a global warming, like Save the Earth consciousness kind of thing. Yeah, like uh, it got shut down. Environmental friendly one. So the next one we're gonna do, we called it Do Not Disturb. Uh-huh. was the hashtag and that was the most popular littiest event that we have ever had most people other than Halloween but wow. like, uh, most Halloween, people came yeah. that night mm-hmm. because we just shut down the last event it was too lit so everybody wanted to come the next to the next one oh so my god it worked out yeah it did you know there's <laughs> no such cool. thing as bad publicity okay yeah wow, that, that was, was fantastic yeah. 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 Uh, it was probably the, and I don't think there's been any more kind of like big crazy things no. it's only the minor stuff as in like Knock on wood, yeah. Yeah, in, you know, oh, like geez, that's plastic. Isn't that bad luck? There's, there's no wood. This is Tokyo. There. There's, there's no, no wood. As in, like, only small things, like pop-ups end up not showing up, or someone starts a no-show, or someone starts just packing up in the middle of the event. Really? When people are like looking at their art and they're just like, mm-hmm. and then like that kind like, of like last train. <laughs> oh yeah, my god, that's you know, ill. Um, <clears throat> But really, no, we've been lucky. Yeah, we've, we've been really lucky. lucky. But we're also quite meticulous when it comes to, to yeah. getting them ready. And oh, you gotta be. You gotta be. Yeah, my last event I had, um, <clears throat> the toilet broke. Really? It's a week-long event, you know, and uh, exhibition, and the toilet broke. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm going to get such a discount. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, oh my God. So basically, you know, there was a problem, toilet broke. So we had to talk to like uh, the two restaurants below where we were. <laughs> And oh, time's up, <laughs> and that's a show. Wait, ten more minutes. No, that's yeah. yeah, okay. Hi. Hey, Chief, we're cutting the show. Thank you. 
And that's how you speak Japanese. Um, <laughs> my poor, poor accent. Uh, but yeah, the toilet broke, so basically I had to uh, contact the uh, two restaurants below and explain the situation. There's no problem with that, and so problem solved. But still, you know, when someone's like, hey, Johnny, where's the restroom? I'm like, at the Thai restaurant downstairs. <laughs> like, don't you have a restroom? I'm like, ah, uh, it's the it's the balcony, but let's keep that under the table. This is like an event or yeah. just the exhibition? Like, oh, an so exhibition, big. yeah. Oh, it was so like massive. We had, oh. it was like a week-long event, and um, we had, on um, one day we had free yoga lessons in the gallery, another day we had free drawing classes, we had like five bands perform, and then on oh. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we had like, basically it was our, our full-on gallery. We had 21 or 22 artists that were exhibiting their work. And when I brought in Danny Love, this graffiti artist from Brooklyn, New York, flew him out and he was showcasing his work. It was his first time leaving America, showcasing his wow. work. He had to get a passport and everything. Mm. So out of all the times for the toilet to break, yeah, that was yeah. not a good one. So yeah, wow. it was, was cool though. It was yeah. uh, pretty much steady. We had a steady influx of people from Friday night to Sunday night. And pretty much Sunday night when we were closing at 8 o'clock, you know, there's still people trying to come in. And we're just like, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> you know? Cool. So, yeah, you got to show your work. Oh, yeah. Let me know when I can do it next time. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm booking artists future. right now. Yeah, we'll talk later. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, um, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come here. I know you guys thank are super you. busy. Thank you guys you. got a lot of stuff going on. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being on Gafu to Japan. And, uh, yeah, one more time. <sighs> One more time, plug your, your next event, uh, location, uh, where they can find it and stuff, and uh, etc. So, volume 36, officially volume 36, and officially volume 42. <laughs> Just say 42. <laughs> say 100. No, because we do Halloween and Christmas, so they don't have all the volumes attached to them. But oh. the next event, mm -hmm. officially whatever, mm -hmm. is happening on the 25th of February at Sankey's Penthouse in Tokyo. Uh, another lineup of really cool artists, exhibits, live performances, live painting, mm -hmm. good drinks, good music, good people, nice community. Also at Tokyo Love Hotels. Um, also check out Colleen Law on Instagram for oh, very, yeah. very beautiful art pieces. Do it. Artist. Do it. And if you feel like it, check out Robin.Rastenberger. Yeah, you're going to have to spell music. that yeah, one. Everybody listening to this show is already drunk. They're like, rah. R A S. You gotta write it, right? So I'm gonna write everything down. All right, just check into the show notes. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for being on the thank show. You I really so much. appreciate I it. Appreciate you. Faders, you know what to do. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Write something groovy. It really helps out the show. We've got Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. It costs $5, which is basically buying us a beer. It's nothing to you, but it means the world to us. <laughs> We're all over all SNS. We're even on TikTok. You can see Tom. Tom's got his shirt off. He's dancing around with his kid. It's kind of illegal, but it's cool. It's on TikTok. Whatever. Anyway, thank you so much for fading with us, and hi, Kampai. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. <laughs> Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Excuse me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Come on.
Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.